you're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Yes. Wow. <laughs> they are just getting worse, buddy. <laughs> you know, Look, you I, be words, I have a list, and I cross them off each time. I, this one, I just wrote, yes, but take too long. That was what I wrote for this oh. one. Wow, inside the inside the actor studio here, Ben sharing his secrets to his podcasting success. Yes, parentheses take too long. I would have much preferred you forgot what the stage note meant and just read that. <laughs> yeah, yes, but take too long. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> uh, well, we're we're back, and it's exciting times. I'm sure we're and joined. Yeah, by... by we you mean the two of us and a guest. That's right, a fan favorite, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that because I'm going to say that I'm a fan of this show, and he's one of my favorite guests we have on here, Correct. so I'm going to count it. Uh, we're re- joined by a return grit, God, I can't even talk, return guest, Chris Doom. Sup, dudes? Listen to that palpable excitement in his voice, guys. Does clapping sound good on a podcast? I don't think it's I, not so I great. am so <laughs> excited to talk about... Mr. Doctor. Uh, Doctor Hugo Strange. Um, um, is, it's oh, strange that his name is Mr. Doctor, <laughs> but that's fine. Mr. Doctor, which is true if he was in Germany. There is some wordplay about his name in this movie. Do you appreciate that? Yes mm-hmm. or no? I, I actually, I, I, it was one of the few comedic moments that actually worked for me because there's other ones that I have a lot of problem with. Yeah, I, I, um, Chris Doom and there's I... There's one I had a big problem with. We'll see if it was the same. Uh, yeah. Chris Doom and I saw this movie together yesterday, in fact, yeah. in 3D. Uh, the only way to see it. So I could was confirm... Was it 3D? I, I think was. 100%. 100%. I do not like 3D, yeah. but like, yeah, totally. I, I am for this in 3D. If you've seen the movie, it probably wouldn't surprise you, considering that, as Pose described this movie to me, uh, it has a fight scene that took that one scene from Inception where they fold the city and then overlapped it for uh, about 15 minutes. Uh, that in 3D is stunning. Really yeah, well was, done. This, I usually hate seeing movies in 3D because it's not worth it, but like when we were watching this, I was like, oh, this is probably one of the few movies where it actually would have made sense, you know, to yeah. see it in 3D. Because most of the, I mean, most movies aren't even filmed for 3D. They just make them 3D in post-production. No, they did a fantastic job. There was not a single, oh, shit, this is flying at you now. Yeah, that's uh, that bummed uh, me out when I saw Mad Max, the end where the top, like the uh, steering wheel flies God, at you, like, yeah. over-the-top CGI or 3D scene that was so pointless just bummed me out. No, yeah, me too. But uh, this movie, no, is like... I, I, I cannot recommend sitting in 3D more. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. The only other movie I can recall, the only two I can recall seeing in 3D are Jurassic Park 4 and uh, Avatar. I believe it's just called Jurassic World. Or Jurassic Park 4, the world is a Jurassic now, uh, <laughs> and and Avatar 4. Wow. I'm still mad that, like, Akane made us see but Avatar. You... I think we've covered it that I've seen Avatar three times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say I, I feel bad that I paid to see Avatar. Um, but like we, a movie that basically is just like well, white man solves everybody's problems. I'm mad that Ben. How many times did you see Avatar before you saw Avatar with me? Twice, and then you still let me see it. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I, you know what? I'm with I'm with Doom on this one. I didn't Not, even I didn't even I didn't even want to see it. I was only begrudgingly seeing it, and you had seen it twice, and you still let me see it. Friends don't let friends see Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That should that is a true slogan. And I would feel your Native American heritage would feel slightly cheated. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I don't know what came over me. I'm I'm pretty ashamed at this moment. Or I figure something happened and, like, Doom owed you, like, ten bucks and he wouldn't pay you back and you were pissed. <laughs> Let's go see Avatar. It's like I'm getting my ten bucks back. Uh, we did not see Avatar. We saw Doctor Strange or Mr. Doctor, Doctor Doctor. Give me the news. Uh, hopefully you guys have had a chance to see it. If not, I don't know if we'll spoil it. It's not like it's the most shocking. <laughs> There's no Sixth Sense twist to this movie. It yeah. doesn't Doctor Strange as twins. It's That's, hard with most no, of these superhero movies it, to spoil. It fits easily. It just it just slides right into that Marvel cinematic universe. Like there's no surprises in this movie. That was hot. <laughs> it slides in, but you know, there's like a little bit of foreplay. Yeah. Um one thing I wanted to say is this movie's doing 
pretty goddamn well in the box office right now. I mean, not, well, box office is fine. I meant more like critically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the response it's... is strong. Currently at ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got like a seventy-two Metascore. It's got an eight user rating, I think, on yeah. IMDb. It's doing pretty damn strong. But I mean, additionally, what you said before is one hundred percent accurate. It is doing very well at the box office. Is it in? The international market specifically, that makes sense. It's doing fantastically. Oh. I honestly don't even know what it's doing uh, in the uh, domestic. Uh, opening weekend was eighty-five mil, which is, I mean, pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty strong. That's yeah, a bu- that's the budget of some the entire budget of some movies we've, we've talked about. Uh, that's yeah, multiple times the budget of some of the movies we've talked about. Its domestic gross reported. I don't know how recent this is. Is uh, one hundred and fifty-three. Million I saw just a moment ago and then lost it, but um, yeah, it's at 152.9 million domestic worldwide. It's at 494. Wow, this movie's budget is way more. I'm sorry, can you repeat the the worldwide? 494 million. That's that's staggering. Yeah, no, I mean like it's doing fucking. These uh, this is uh, me and Ben talked about this on one of the minis that like superhero movies have sort of just become international films and that's why so many of them take place outside the united states now because they found that the foreign market loves them so much more than the american markets and obviously there's more people worldwide than in the united states so it's not surprising that this movie's climax takes place in hong kong well i was gonna say like i mean okay so i don't know dr strange as a comic super well and by that i mean like i've read one story but i don't think there's i think everything they've made up about the story is like just 100% 100% new, like, in terms of, like, the three, like, um, fuck, what are they called? Uh, like, oh, like, sanctums. 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 I, I think mean, there's fairly, only supposed to be one sanctum, I from what I know. I think there is actually more than one. But, one being in Hong Kong, because first off, the Chinese market is huge, and the fact that, like, they, they changed a lot of stuff just for the Chinese market, because they were just like, we can't have any of this happen in Tibet, because Tibet is, like, taboo in China, so... Because Tibet is part of China, doesn't exist as its own country. Right, exactly. So yeah. like, we have to ignore that, and we have to like we have to go to uh, fucking Nepal instead, and then we have to make the uh, ageless one a white woman because she cannot be an Asian mystic. Um, there's a lot of things that they had to do to appeal to Chinese audiences specifically. Yeah, I, I thought I actually thought about that when i was seeing the movie i was like oh man i wonder if they purposely did not set this in tibet simply because of the issues and i wouldn't be that surprised it is definitely feels like there are some moments where they're tiptoeing when he's in the the mystic far east we'll say Hmm. but before we get to that let's uh let's sort of start at the beginning uh we found out chris doom does has no connection with dr strange ben oh no. <laughs> I was asking if you had any connection with him. I, I, you don't have to be sad about it. Um, I don't. No, I don't. Um, I have I have only uh, a working knowledge in any of the crossovers in which Doctor Strange was roped into other comics. He comes into Spider-Man's world kind of a lot because they're yeah, New York-based. They're, they're both, yeah. Like He's part of that New York crowd. Yeah, so he shows up in a lot of... And, and some vintage stuff that I've read. But yeah, Is he a Defender? Uh, yes, he was part of the Defenders at some yeah. point. But I think almost everyone was. He's also like, he's like way above every other member of the Defenders in terms of like oh, yeah. responsibility and yeah. power. Um, he's but, in another ballpark. But. So so no is the simple answer to the question. I, I, I think he's an interesting character conceptually, but like some of the other characters we've covered, I was surprised to discover uh, what I didn't know about his origin story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, like literally the only story I've ever read about Doctor Strange is the one where... He helps Doctor Doom go to hell to rescue Doctor Doom's mother, and it was like written and drawn by Mike Mignola. So it's like it's a beautiful book. It's you know just like a really Whoa. fun thing. And it's, I have not, I did not know about that. I'm gonna write this down. I'm yeah. obsessed with Mike Mignola. So <laughs> yeah, check it out. I mean, like it's like way before Hellboy. It's got um, hell in it. Yeah. Sounds Is it great. like that weird Batman comic he did where like Batman fights a the, vampire? Gotham by Gaslamp. Um, no, not that one. There's like just a regular Batman that happens in regular Batman continuity. Okay. Which there's like a guy who's like a vampire, but it's all in Mignola style, and then it just ends, and they just never make reference to it ever again. <laughs> no, well, I, I, not really, but no, like this is like this is like a 
it's a good canon story. I mean, like, and, and like, it actually really helps, like, kind of, like, flesh out Doom's character as, like, not quite a total villain, but, you know, still kind of an asshole. Yes, that's the machine he's building that yeah. blows up on him. He's trying to build a machine exactly. that'll let him talk to his yeah, mind Yeah, it, it, it goes back to that. Like, it touches on that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the only Doctor Strange story I've ever read. Uh, but it's pretty good. It's solid. I recommend it. So, um... Let's jump in here and talk about Doctor Strange. Did anyone feel like it was uh, four Harry Potter movies smushed into one? Oh, yeah. Into the, into the time frame of one movie? Because uh, there was something I felt midway through watching this movie, which was, um, we just watched this man not be a magician, then discover magic, it was a realm that existed, and now he's the best one. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's, not I, the, I, he's not the best one. Right. He's like I still am like, shocked, he's... though, by how nonplussed everybody is when magic happens around them as if like everybody's just used to running into david blaine or something like you know you watch like those street musicians and people magicians not musicians like shit their pants when they make a card appear you know his girlfriend sees him on like the astral plane and her reaction is so mild that you're just like oh i guess nothing really i i would like you know if, if somebody's ghost started talking to me and i could see it I would probably, you know, have a reaction of some sort. Also, some advice is don't shatter your surgeon's uh, understanding of reality while she's mid-surgery. Yeah, yeah that was that's what I was <laughs> Yeah, especially like a good situation to be like, I'm a ghost. She was really doing something delicate. Also, like she was literally about to stick a fucking like needle into his heart, and she's like, okay, okay, lining it up, she and then he was like. Hey, he pops don't in, he goes, fuck this up. He's like, there's different planes, magic exists, I can travel between them, goodbye! Nobody did it! He, he literally was just like, Were you don't, my don't fuck up. He literally popped in to disrupt her to say, don't fuck this up. Like, what if the next time you were doing surgery, I just texted you, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Also, also, unicorns aren't dead and they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sent you a picture of like one. It would be more like if you rode into the surgery. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you were like, you were, and then you started slamming the glass, and you're just like, hey, 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 good luck. Magic is real. Good luck. Goodbye. You're destined to fail. Um, yeah. So there's definitely, I, I do agree that this did feel like Harry Potter in 20 minutes, like sort of like something you would watch on YouTube, where they're just like, all right, he finds out there's magic, then he gets really good at it, but he's not like the best until he gets becomes the best, and then all of a sudden he wins, and you're like, oh. Sweet. I that was the thing. There's a actually a really good Doctor Strange cartoon that Marvel did that has a better version of his origin in it. Mm-hmm. Where he's like less like, hey, magic, okay. Like he's less accepting and there's more of like him trying to get over his own mental inability to accept that magic is real and all this. This just felt like they were like, There's magic, see look, and he was like, Alright, I'm in. And it's just sort of weird. Yeah, and the movie I'm over. I'm, I'm talking about some bad stuff right now. That being said, we did cover at the beginning when we started that we all enjoyed this film. Oh yeah, good movie, and we all recommend yeah. it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With that being said, uh, another thing that's odd about this film uh, is, is that uh, uh, it, it doesn't really have the most creative plot. It's essentially your Guardians of the Galaxy plot, which is evil guy could destroy everything nodding yes all he has to do is do this one thing let's make him not do the one thing he didn't do the one thing hooray roll credits you know what i mean yes except for where guardians of the galaxy builds up all this extra stuff because there is no real origin story in that movie this movie is like we gotta fill in all this stuff with origin story and then be like also this guy's gonna destroy the world and you have to save it now i felt like they could have done a smaller like villain for the first movie Mm-hmm. I, I it also, might have been better than instead of him being like defeat, you know, Doctor Strange's greatest enemy, and you're like, oh, well, that was pretty early. Yeah, I felt the same way because, like, again, I know so little about this character, but like, I've seen he's appeared in a number of cartoons, and literally in every cartoon, they're just like, well, you're only going to appear once, so we have to have your biggest villain. So it's Dormammu and Mordo summoning him. We're throwing them both in, and both of them were in this movie. Yep. Granted, Mordo was not a villain in this movie. He was yeah, but I mean, a, but I I mean, mean he, they telegraphed the shit out of that. I mean, yeah. he might as well have walked in and been like, I'm not white. I'm going to end up being the bad guy. Like, I mean, he was like so <laughs> clear that he was going to turn. And I, I know the story, so I was like, oh, that's the dude who gets pissed because the Ancient One makes Doctor Strange the sorcerer. The sorcerer yeah. And he's so jealous that he sides with Dormammu to get power. 
not the plot of the movie, but it just kept going. And I was like, oh, I guess that's just not going to happen. He's just going to be a dick the whole movie for no reason. It reminds like, me of Ant-Man, which I liked tremendously, in which Ant-Man just barely gets his powers in that movie. He's still learning them. And then the villain he fights is like a turd that's just going to steal his technology. He's like, yeah. no, that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like there's a general threat of like, now there will be like this weaponized danger out there, but it's not like the world's over. It's not Avengers level catastrophe. Not yet. Which, I think, is, which yeah. is weird though, because this movie feels the same way where you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. But then looking back on it, I'm like, oh no, wait, he's going to destroy the entire world. Yeah, he's going to consume it, it the planet like it's and just all life. Been, just been like, you know, it was like, ah, oh, we should probably stop this. Like, it just didn't feel like it was that big of a deal in the movie. And I don't know, maybe it was just me, but I, I got the feeling, like, when they came I, afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that was, like, a world-ending event. Because I was talking with the people I saw it with, and I was like, I like the movies where it's not a world-ending event. And they were like, well, that guy was going to destroy the entire world. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it was just so underplayed, like, understated. Because this did feel a lot, like, a lot like Ant-Man. There's yeah. quite a lot of comedy in it. What I needed was more... Um kind of rules and structure i really like when a movie starts building blocks down for its foundation when it's like oh here are the three sanctums they work in 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 tandem to keep this this danger at bay here are the relics the relics uh have different powers imbued in them they could be a number of crazy ideas you'll find yours and it'll speak to you i'm like these ideas i'm into but not all of them pay off very hard yeah I do like how they downplayed magic in the quote-unquote mortal realm. I don't know if there's a better term for that, but in the, right. the, the world that everyone exists in, where it's like, magic can do a lot, but like the mere realm is where we're going to put most of our like abilities and powers so that it doesn't affect anything, so that like it makes more sense that like, people don't know that magic's a real thing. Uh, yeah, I thought, I, I, I I thought like they the, adapted it really well to the yeah. existing Marvel Universe. I was wondering how they were going to do it since, like, you know, me and Ben have talked that their desperate need to not make Thor the god Thor. And, like, they'd be like, he's not magic. It's all science. I was like, are they going to, like, he's he going to go to the ancient one? He's just going to be like, well, we're going to put a chip in you. And it'll let you, I mean, I was just like, oh, man, I really hope they don't do something weird and it's not magic. And I liked the idea that, yeah, like, magic just exists, but nobody knows because they try never to use magic in the actual, like, normal reality. Uh, the other thing is that my concern with magic, just like my concern with time The travel, Gathering, or... <laughs> yeah, uh, this is now going to shift to me talking about Magic the Gathering exclusively. Uh, uh, no, the, the problem that I have with movies that employ magic and movies that employ time travel, of which this one has both, is that mm -hmm. it is too often, uh, if you really just thought one more minute about it, it's a cure-all for every plot point in your movie. Thankfully, the magic they introduced in this movie was limited, structured magic that is like more. We talked about this after it was over right away. Right. It's more yeah. of like a like a martial art talent that you adapt and sort of employ. And then there's like a lot of intelligence and like thinking and like applying your own like logic. And it's more like tapping into this magical essence to like create things temporarily to utilize to your advantage. It's not like oh, I can turn you into like a bird or I can like, right. I can just erase you from this existence. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I can't throw like a, I don't know. It's and just, I, it just felt those kind of concepts could be played so easily where you're just like, Oh, I can just erase. The yeah. Plot point. And I had compared it a lot to, uh, the way alchemy is done in full metal alchemist. Mm. Um, where like it's, yes, it kind of can do a lot of shit, but it is like, there's in it, the transmutation is like, well, if there's a one-to-one, -one, like, ratio, it's like, it's give and take. Like, nothing is just appearing out of nowhere. It's like, resources go in, a product comes out. Like, it wasn't just like, well, I snap my fingers. Way to ruin magic by turning it into consumerism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you mean magic or Magic the Gathering? <laughs> Either way, they both Let me, let me tell you about my favorite Magic the Gathering uh, Planet Money episode. No, it's... No. Well, We'll, we'll save that for our Magic the Gathering uh, 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 game podcast. We'll it's save it for the hell. tap or something, I don't... Uh, uh, tap my mana, yes I canna? Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yes I canna? No. No, we, no, you cannot. This is... I am offended, gentlemen. Uh, I don't even want to do this podcast. It's done. <laughs> Knocking the microphone oh, over. Boy. Um, one thing we talked about right before we got on was costume. 
So his costume comes together in pieces. First, his apprentice's outfit, then the medallion, and then the cloak. Yes. In that order. Uh, uh, did you like the final result? I did like how it looked. Like, I was... Honestly, I didn't even realize that he was almost there until the cloak put on him. I'm like, oh, shit. He was literally only missing the cloak. Like, it didn't quite hit me until then. And granted, it's still a stretch from the original costume, but it was like... It was the movie costume I had been waiting for. Although I gotta say, and I know this amused you, by the way, you giggled during the movie, I did not like this anthropomorphic living cloak. I am with you there. Let's I, let's be friends in our shared hatred of things that bring other people joy. Um, literally, I was I was watching it and was like, ah, oh, this is not what I want at all from this movie, and like, it's yeah, fine. The scene where it's like trying to wipe his tears away... I yeah. was just like, I hate you, movie. I hate you I, so much right I, now. I literally was just like, I I know this is Disney, but did Carpet from Aladdin have to appear in this movie? <laughs> it's it was like a contractually like a contractually obligated thing. He can't get a lot of roles. I'm sorry. I hear his... he tried to be in Game of Thrones. Is his name Carpet? <laughs> in Aladdin. <laughs> what else is he gonna be named? Yeah. By? He's a carpet. <laughs> He's a magic carpet. But he just, it's just his name, and like, I just like the scene in the credits, it's just like carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's like, I'm a human. My name's not Human Pogues. <laughs> that does not work. That's actually the exact opposite. That really I mean, didn't help. Um, worse, guys. My logic so, is not the best. In variations of, of original Doctor Strange, that collar is more aggressive. I think I like that they toned it down a bit. <laughs> I was just I'm looking at their pictures. It's, it's, it's intense. Like, it, yeah, I mean, like, design-wise. <laughs> design-wise. Totally. But it didn't need to be alive. I for agree. me. For I, me. Yeah, it did I, not be, need to be alive. Yeah, I agree. It did not... Or it, even if it, like, could move, it didn't yeah. need to, like, have a personality. No. Like, and, like if he had, like, I, if I, he had, like I, kind of casted a spell where it beat that guy's head into the floor until, like, his head was just, like, a soft melon that you could just, like, push your finger through... Whoa! That would have been fine. <laughs> Bro, this got real dark, and I'm not sure I'm okay with this. Thing. Oh, boy! Get out of the house. Get out of the house. I have to go... <laughs> Um, you see him come at you with an anthropomorphic <laughs> cape run. Yeah. You said that to me a lot. He apparently has a thing for carpet, so who knows? Um, he, he likes knows carpet, though. Quote-unquote name. <laughs> I will say that I thought they did his costume as best as you could do that costume. Because if you go and... If you, if you don't know who, what Doctor Strange looks like in the comic, he is basically wearing, like, a silk blue shirt that's, like, halfway unbuttoned. Mm-hmm. Is like his actual costume. It's like it's a style that could only have been made like in the seventies and eighties to be like, yeah, this looks fine. I don't understand why you guys don't. It's like a blue version of Luke Cage shirt, like that. Yeah. Like you know, just you, you can't really tell why somebody would think that's a good choice. So I thought that like the idea of giving him sort of like a monk's robe that's blue with like the dark pants and then the cape. I thought that was good. I like that they gave him the big ass cape with the weird collar. I, again, yep. I not find the cape being alive to be all that humorous. Um, there were better there's... jokes in it. I think the one joke we both um, universally laughed at was when he attempted humor with, uh, with Wong. Wong. Yeah. And then he says, "Some people tend to find me funny. And he goes, do they work for you? <laughs> yes. Does that, yeah, does that we work? Both, yeah. We both cracked up hard. That yeah. was probably the best joke when he said, do they work for you? I was like, oh, man, that was that Although, one got me. Can I point out that the actor who played Wong was named Benedict Wong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typecasting, guys. <laughs> I am actually really happy because obviously there was a lot of talk going to this movie. And as the, uh, probably the, no, actually, I guess you had Eric on here also. But uh, as the only other Asian uh, guest on this show besides Eric. We got two! Uh, That's right, guys. We're tearing it up. Maybe I'm Asian. You've never met me. That's going to be our business cards. <laughs> but maybe I'm Asians. Asian. You've never met me? <laughs> no, we got two Asians. It's going to yeah. be on our business card. Um, so, yeah, the fact... I mean, so first off, there's a lot of talk about like the whitewashing of, yes, um, yeah. of the ageless one, uh, which I think, you know, again, we talked about that happened for a lot of political reasons there's a lot going on with that but then wong's character in the comics i know enough to know that he is literally just this like asian manservant in the comics um and the fact that they didn't go with that for the movies was nice i, yeah, I was... mean yeah i don't think he's tech i think he does he not have magic in the comics i can't remember now 
he's like a martial arts expert, but I don't think he like really has magic powers. Like maybe like the most minuscule like magic. Like he can like do small shit, but like he's not a sorcerer in the comics. He's more about his martial arts ability and his ability yeah, so, to yeah, brew I, good I like tea. That. I thought it was a little. I don't. The whole like sort of the the crux of the plot to this movie. The opening scene, like, really bummed me out that, like, they have these books that contain forbidden knowledge, and they're just, like, on a shelf. Yeah. Like, you have well, access to magic. How about you make a magic safe, at least? Just don't, like, stick them to a wall and be like, I sure hope nobody comes and takes this from me. I, that I, part, I was just like, this makes no sense. I did like the quote, though, where, like, Wong was like, there is no forbidden knowledge. There's just knowledge that people aren't ready for. Um, the idea that, like... We don't keep anything from anyone, but uh, but at the same time, yes, they had dangerous knowledge, and they had members of their sect, whatever you want to call it, their, you know, whatever, um, that obviously were willing to use the knowledge in that library for, you know, world domination, world destruction. Yeah, there, the, the, that was also the thing I did not quite understand, the what they thought was going to happen when Dormammu mm-hmm. came, I didn't get, like, he's like, well, I'll live unending. It's like, but you know it's called the Dark Realm. Like, that doesn't yeah. sound great. It's not called the Happy Light Realm, you know? Yeah. Every time they show it, it looks like some sort of cancerous molecule. It doesn't look like something you would want to hang out in. It does so not, I don't know why yeah. they were like, this is going to be totally tits. There's no there's no twist where it, it's it's shown or not shown and described to be some sort of utopia. It's... It's depicted as like a hell, as like yeah. a, yeah, like a hellscape hell. in which they can travel to it and see it through magic without actually visiting it. So he has to know what it looks like. She shows it to Doctor Strange, and yeah. it does not look great, guys. I no, mean, and, uh, yeah, it's absolutely. It's kind of just like, what is your end game here? Like, do you just want to like live eternally in this like nothing scape? Because right, because let's compare that him. Seem interesting. Let's compare him to other characters that have given in to the greater evil in an attempt to gain power or respect. I'm trying to think of some that come to mind. Um, Sinestro. Sinestro. Uh, 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 but he has reasons to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like what's his name in the fucking Matrix movie? You know when he when he abandons you know the resistance. Or whatever he wants to be reinserted. Like ben Uric in the first Daredevil movie. Yeah, he wants to be reinserted. In the or whatever his name is. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Marvel movies. Even as a good reference, like even in a um, of, of what, another good, for instance, is the Guardians of the Galaxy reference we made earlier. It's been it's been cleared that this 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 gem would probably kill you unless you're powerful enough. So the reason you know the person goes for it is they think they can handle it. And, so well, he also is, can. in his mind, trying to avenge what he believes was a genocide, right? right. He thinks have... that his people were genocided yes. by this other planet, and so he wants revenge, albeit, you know, My point insane. is motivation. <laughs> is motivation. Yeah. This guy's got the Bond villain motivation, which is like, I build a laser, I'm going to blow the planet up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you're, and then like, you're like, you why? Know? You're also it's... on it. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it just, they didn't explain enough of why he was upset and why he did what he did, and why he thought it was going to be something different than it was going to be. Like, there needed to be something, which, I mean, the movie was is fairly long to begin with, and uh, like I said, they tried to cram an awful lot into it, so I guess maybe that just ended up being cut. I don't know. It just seems like that was the part of the plot, like the the actual threat was just so glossed over and kind of just like these guys are bad guys but they think they're good guys and this thing's bad and i hope you can stop it that's it so let's talk um let's talk action at this point um a lot of this movie and a lot of the things the positive things we had to say about this movie were in regards to its fight scenes and its set pieces in which the fight scenes take place which Mm -hmm. are both i think some of its top fare yeah, I mean, this movie had to be insane to direct and do the cinematography and the choreography because oh, the entire movie, there's like all the fight scenes are taking place in what is essentially nothing. They, they had to be mostly green screen and to plot out like a fight sequence in which basically you don't have to obey any of the laws of physics. Like, you know, you can be running and the thing you're running on can suddenly make a right angle and you can be running down instead of straight across or what i mean it must have been that alone is is so impressive when you yeah. watch it to think the amount of time that must have gone into laying out all of these weird fights and, and 
was going to say, and it got so many comparisons to Inception, um, and I think it went way beyond right. the action scenes of Inception. Oh, absolutely. Like, which, like, like I, yeah, like I told Ben, they took the part of Inception that everybody saw in the trailer and was like, "I want to see this movie." Which I'll be, I love Inception; it's a great movie. Yeah. That that scene is like thirty seconds, and then they never bring it up again. You're like, "Oh, what a what a tease!" This movie takes that idea and is like, "Well, what if you can just bend all of reality all around you?" And the opening fight scene, like right after they steal the book, and the ancient one fights them in New York, oh, and God, she's yeah. like so taking good. the buildings. Like, eat people like they're like rolling over and as the people run they fall into them and they like you know they just disappear but then back in the waking world they're just like laid out on the street unconscious or dead or whatever it's so cool the way they like make it so that you know they can not only can they alter the environment but the environment then becomes like real in its altered state and can actually cause you harm and mm-hmm. it was pretty cool I, I i thought those fight scenes were i mean the fights themselves aren't necessarily the most exciting things it's not like it's like a Raid the Redemption style fight scene, right. but it's very cool the way they blend the magic world and you know just the overall fights. I was disappointed that at the end during the finale fight sequence that we don't actually get that sequence because um, there's some interesting shit happening in that final sequence where they apply everything that they've led up to in the movie. They're doing, they're bending the world. They're also bending time in reverse, and people are getting like knocked into buildings that are being reassembled in reverse time and then being sealed into them. I almost wanted them to rewind during the fight, so you're seeing like Wong and other other members of the Sanctum fighting, and they're like saving them in reverse, and like I wanted more of that. But really, they just fight like post end of the fight, and they're just like reassembling buildings and then at the end once everything's dealt with they get Wong up out of some rubble and he's like oh I'm cool yeah and he again nonplussed by whatever is happening he's just like oh you reverse time we told you not to but whatever (laughs) (laughs) right no because yeah like uh, Mordo was the only one who's like did you really fucking use that power to save us all like I mean that's the thing is like Mordo was kind of always missing the point yeah Uh, Mordo was kind of a real bitch in this movie like (laughs) Well, he just, like, whines about everything, and he's like, at one point, he's like, I'd kill anyone if it meant I could save the world or whatever, and then he uses the time thing, he's like, oh, I'm out, man, cross the line. It's like, wait, reversing time's not cool, but murdering people is? Like, yeah. you got a real weird line, bro. <laughs> um, it is, I, yeah, that that part is definitely odd. Yeah. But I, I thought that, I'd like the, the climax, like, the way he tricks. Oh, man. Although or not I really do tricks to... him, but the way he like solves the the problem, yeah. of Dark God basically taking over the universe, the world, and I thought that was like I was like, oh, that's really clever. That instead of being like, yeah. I'm just going to reverse time so that it never happened, and then kill what's his name before he can do it, he's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do to fix it. We're not going, we're never going to win. And that's what I make it so the power that he wants is denied to him. Well, and, like I thought that was like great. I mean, like the fact that like Dormammu is, you know, like obviously he's this all powerful. First off, also, their, like, visual adaptation of Dormammu to, like, kind of match the comics I thought was a little weird. Uh, I don't know what they could have done better, but I was a little off-put by how he looked in the movie. Uh, but honestly, like, that just whole... just last... giant face. But, like, I don't know, are you familiar with how he looks in the comics? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's a weird-looking dude there, too. But, yeah, I do get what you mean. It is, uh, like... We're... Like, he has, like, this, like, Baron Zemo type, of, like, line face, and then it's on fire. Like, in the old-school comics. Um... And they yeah. do. I thought that for what he was, he was fine. It was just yeah. weird that he was sort of like a disembodied head, though. Yeah. Like, I was like, couldn't show more of his body, so we just get the idea that he's just mammoth in scale. But you were saying? Right. <laughs> uh, but I was also saying, like, honestly, that ending, there were, had been so many memes by the time I saw the movie that I already knew, like, the whole end- movie would end with, I've come here to bargain. Because that was, like, all over the internet, like, for the weeks leading up to, or, like, the week leading up to when I saw the movie. Oh, did you yeah. have that problem? No, I... I, I also did I, I, nothing, I avoid, nothing was like, spoiled from this movie, personally. Yeah, I, I don't really head to, like, I don't, you know, like, troll imager or whatever, so I'm way <laughs> behind on memes. I find out about things ten years after they happen. You guys seen this kid who is, like, practicing with a lightsaber in his garage? Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> I saw this kid who really likes turtles. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, gosh, we're going old school to when the internet was made. Uh, Hamster dance. I got in there, guys. 
I got in there. <laughs> I forgot about Amsterdam. Do-do-do-do-do. Technology um, was terrible. Uh, what'd you guys feel about uh, old Bandersnoot um, Cumber Cumberbun Cumbersnut uh, Bandersnoot? <laughs> what was your take on his performance? Um, you had I said to you that I liked his American accent. I was kind of impressed by it. Uh, you did not seem. To I agree. do not agree with that <laughs> statement at all, and I can normally let any accent slide. This I, accent was worse than any accent I've ever heard in a movie. That's impossible. No, no, Have you no. seen Nicolas Cage the problem, with a British accent? The problem with it was it was inconsistent. First what? of all, there's ton, go watch Devil's Advocate where Keanu Reeves tries to do a southern accent. Better, better than this. Goes. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was actually talking to someone about how those two accents <laughs> compared no today. no way that you and, believe that. The reason why that one is better because at least it's consistent throughout the entire movie. No, it's is that not. true? <laughs> he loses it midway through the movie and just starts talking like Keanu Reeves. He loses it mid way more consistent than Benedict Cumberbatch's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what his name is. I don't know what his name That's is. That's all right. That made um, fun of me because I say it apparently wrong. Um, it, it's I, I could not. Like, the entire movie, I kept just, like, being like, Oh my god, did you really just like like he would just like change the cadence and then like the like everything about it I, like mid sentence and be like wait. I what? guess this comes from the fact that I watch like a lot of British TV shows. Like not like a lot, but a decent amount. And whenever there's an American in British TV shows, they talk like no one from America has ever spoken in the entire history of America. It's like always the most offensive version of what they think Americans sound like. And his was just a guy who's clearly British doing an American accent. I didn't think it was offensive or bad. It's certainly he doesn't sound American. He sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. a lot. Like sometimes they'll be talking. And it's Bender Ben Cinderblock. <laughs> Come on. No, here's the thing. It's like I, I, I... Cucumber Batch is. <laughs> I thought his accent was very solid. Look, look, Crash Bandicoot is, I think, doing one of the strongest accents I've seen in a long time in this movie. Benderbick Coupon, I thought, was one of the best. Everyone's can... turned this off now. Right, we're going to do this for at least another ten minutes, so buckle in. Hit that little 30-second button on your podcast app, because there's going to be a few more of these. Uh, but yeah, Cucumber Bunnerball. Um... <laughs> No, like <laughs> the eternal <laughs> bumper ball. <laughs> I want to play it. <laughs> the, no, like just like I was watching the movie and like I don't know. I I could not like. I thought it was fine. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought, thought I would notice it more. Yeah, as far as they go, I mean, there's seriously so many more bad accents in movies. This was fine. I mean, it wasn't. Good or bad, it was just a guy clearly who's not American trying to be American. Which, if they had just let him talk in his British accent, I don't think anybody would have even cared. Honestly, I think it would have been a better choice to just let his character be British and just move on. Um, if if you wanted him to be, if he had to be the actor who played Doctor Strange, just yeah, I, just I think let they him. could have just let him be British. There's a couple of times when he is talking. I'll give you. You can tell, and it is. I guess the cadence is he slows down, and you can tell that he's like trying to say stuff to sound American. Like he yeah. slows the way he's talking, and I just imagine it's because they're like, "No, you keep sounding like you're a Cockney," you know? Yeah. Right in the middle, he's like, you know, "Oh no, governor, there's magic <laughs> or something," you know? and they're just like, "No, you have to stop." That's what I picture Benedict Cumberbatch sounds like, by the way. Cumberbookies. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of, of the opening when when we see uh, sort of Tony Stark light? Um, I mean, it's appropriate to the origin story. Yeah, uh, it is absolutely. I, it is. It's just I was kind of bummed out because I was like, oh, this sucks. They're doing a, a good job to his origin, but I was like, I never realized until right now that him and like pre Iron Man Tony Stark are very similar. Like they're both assholes. Yeah, yeah. they both have similar haircuts. Yeah, and and facial both hair. Facial hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> they both think they're geniuses, and they did both you guys sow the, sow the seeds of their own destruction. Did you guys like that because his hands were so badly damaged he couldn't shave properly, thus giving us both an origin story to Doctor Strange and an origin story to Doctor Strange's goatee? 
I also did you think it was weird that there was just a shot of him shirtless for like five seconds just so they could show his pecs and I'm like Doctor Strange isn't known for being like in great shape why not that I care he is no he totally is jarring they're just like he's shirtless done and I was like well what was that like I have to say in the comics he is a martial arts expert and I'm not turning down any chance to see old blunderbuss (laughs) chamber pot's body. All right, I think we can cap it at Blunderbuss Chamber. <laughs> I don't, look, we all three of us know this is not the cap. Second of all, I like that now they just don't even sound like his name at all. Oh, now they do? Not after <laughs> Crash Bandicoot? All right, it's yeah. It's not even the right order. <laughs> we jumped that shark earlier than I thought. Uh, my favorite part of the opening, though, was to show how decadent and rich he was. He had a drawer full of watches that rotated. Yeah, they oh, spin. Man. What's yeah. the deal? <laughs> Somebody told like, me that they like, were like, well, they were all. I bought a store kinetic- display and I put it in my drawer. Somebody said it was like they're like they're those kinetic watches, you know, that like they they stay timed as long as you move. But I was like, he owns seventy five kinetic watches. Like that's <laughs> insane. Why wouldn't one of them just be an ordinary watch? I'm also I just gonna get. That he was like, I'm so wealthy. I love watches so much. I want to be able to see them from multiple angles before I pick them. I'm going to get rich so and buy one of those and just keep Oreos in it. And just oh, yeah. Cupcakes. <laughs> little cupcakes. Well, and I have a question, and I, I asked Ben about this I already after the cupcakes. movie. Oh, what's, what's your question? <laughs> Is it not what what would you put in Dr. Strange's <laughs> yeah. rotating watch drawer? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just assumed that was the question. <laughs> There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Right, um, right. Uh, but anyway, so no. My question was, was the watch that he was, like, prominent throughout the movie that was broken. Oh, right. Was he wearing it in his car accident, or was it broken when he got mugged? It was broken when he got mugged. I don't know. Have you, yeah, like, did you actually pay attention to which watch he was, put he on when he, like, was gaudy, in the... He picked a very, like, big, gaudy watch when he was going to the thing. It was, like, a big silver watch. And that was supposed to be, I think, sort of the point, was the last thing he kept was, was the watch she gave him, which was just watch, a, yeah. a normal watch with a leather band. The, First, the like, night nurse, although she will never be the night nurse because Rosario Dawson has already been established as the night nurse. Yeah, um, she's Christine Palmer, which is like a, a new character. Because I don't think uh, I'm pretty sure she's the night nurse. In I the comics. Th- I thought that the the night nurse character was the actual name of Rosario Dawson's character, Claire. Whatever. No, no, that's Claire Temple is like a different character in the comics, but like oh. um, I'm pretty yeah. sure uh, Christine Palmer. whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm pretty I sure only that's the actual. The IMDb. I didn't just remember the most like benign name of that of this film. <laughs> so, uh, as we wind down, one thing I want to ask is uh, the MCU is really coming together. Uh, we were talking about that the one of the Infinity Stones in right. this movie. Obviously, it's the mind another time this stone. Was, I, I know I've been like sort of nitpicking certain things in this movie. I honestly really enjoyed it. None of this stuff was really that big of a deal. There was like three things that really bothered me, and one of them was just like the throwaway to be like we got to tie all this into the stupid Infinity Wars thing, and it was such a dumb throwaway line that I was just like, why? Just why did you have to put it in the movie? Right. It bummed like, me. Why would Why would Wong know what an Infinity Gem is? And like, why would why he just, like, casually... He's just like, well, you don't want to be walking around with an Infinity Gem. He's like, what's an Infinity Gem? He's like, oh, you sure do have a lot to learn. Well, how about you tell me what another fucking Infinity Stone is? You you, just, you told me I'm not supposed to carry it around. Should we just leave it in this room by itself? We've shown that this room is very easy to get into. Yeah. What's his um, name? Shows up every 45 seconds. But I think it's it's important to recap on this because the, the MCU is coming together. And I think we all have concerns about can they get this many fucking characters into a movie? And make it work with a CGI Thanatos? I am not sure. But um, the, well, the gem... I, I think Infinity Wars is still supposed to be two movies. Is, oh, that's actually, right. I don't know that's, it will be two movies. That. That's fair. But... but, I mean, that's that's insane. So you got to stretch yeah. a plot of two movies with, like, 17 characters at this point. Yeah. And apparently Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor Ragnarok, which okay, so I thought was the bizarre... T- so, I, something's happening here. I, I talked to Ben about this. He Have did. you seen... Thor, uh, the Dark Dimension, or whatever the last Thor was. Yeah, I saw it. Thor. This movie, you saw it earlier, and it's pretty much the same thing. Please just watch it until the next Avengers comes out. So, I think that's the full title. The movie ended. Loki 
supposedly, I mean, appeared, yes. he I, faked his death, and then he took Odin's place. So why is Thor teaming up with Loki What's to fight Odin? a super easy way to tell that your yeah, bed is the, awful? The, the end Ed credit test. scene is super confusing, because Thor is, is at uh, Bleecker Street, the, the Sanctum Sanctorum, yeah. and uh, Doctor Strange is like, look, I'm looking for any magic that is a threat to uh, you know this world, and your brother's a really big threat. Which I thought was weird because it's like they're not magic, but whatever. And he says, well, my brother's in the city with me. We're trying to find Odin. And he says, well, if I help you find Odin, will you leave? And he says, yes, but you are right. You're like, well, Thor thinks Odin's still alive. And he, he thinks doesn't that know. Loki's dead. Yeah, and the, the vision he gets in Avengers yeah. 2 does not dissuade him of that fact. It's not like he finds out that he's like, oh, my God, Odin disappeared and Loki's been pretending. So it, the end credit scene is just like, oh, I guess he figured it out and came to terms with it super fast. Unless that's like a straight up shot from I, the. That's like, thing is like, I don't I know. Was if like, it was like is the, that is that like an af, Does that take place after Ragnarok? Or I wondered if like, it took place like if it was. You remember in uh, the end of Captain America: The First Avenger, the end credit scene is actually just a scene from Avengers. They just cut the scene out of Avengers. Same with at yeah. the end of Avengers Two. I think, or whichever one, there was just the scene from Captain America Civil War, just, oh, it was at the end of Ant-Man. And it was just the exact, so I'm wondering if this is a scene that takes place in the middle of Ragnarok. But I mean, like, when was when was Odin ever missing? I I guess, I'd say that's what I mean, is I, I think it has to be a scene from the movie, and they just, that's their new thing. Instead of filming end scenes, they're just like, just take a scene from the next movie we're going to release. Yeah, I... I don't know. It, yeah, it just it seemed was... weird. It, it was like kind of an odd ending, and that, like I said, the that part I, it just confused me more than anything. I was just like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. Like, as, a, as an avid fan of Marvel movies, this ending credit scene doesn't make me want to see Thor Ragnarok. It makes me think I missed a movie. Yes, um, but then the post post credit scene was fine. I, I like that. Although I'm still uh... surprised that they who was the guy? He was like from Law and Order. Benjamin Bratt, who was also Benjamin Bratt, like movie. sure was. Wait, he was in what movie? Catwoman. He was in Catwoman. Oh, oh, yes, yes, detective. yes. Okay, yeah. No, I'm familiar Which with that. I, th I thought you were going like... to say he was previously in the Marvel universe. No, yeah, he, no plays, I... he plays Catwoman. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like that he went to his agent and was like, "Look, I don't care what the role is. I'll be a fucking janitor in the background. You got to get me into a Marvel movie so that people don't just remember me as the guy from Catwoman. I need something else." Because I kept looking at his face, I'm like, I think that's Benjamin Bratt, but like, it looks just like so, slightly off. I looked it up. He's not playing anyone. He's not playing any Marvel character as yeah. far as we know. He's just some guy who had magic legs. He was there solely for the end credit scene and to get yeah. Doctor Strange to, you know, Nepal or wherever the Catman do or wherever he went. I mean, yeah. he was he was basically just an exposition object. Like, he served no purpose. He was there to say, I went, they taught me magic, and I will my, you know, I can will myself to walk. And then the other guy comes back, and he's like, there's too many magicians. Which is like, I don't, I guess they wanted to change Mordu, because they couldn't really have him be the same thing as Mads Mikkelsen's character. I don't remember what his name was. Um, it starts with a C. Yeah. It's Cali something Italian-standing, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think that he was just, like, they were just like, well, we can't have him be, like, selling his soul to the Dark One, so we'll just have him hate all magicians. I don't know, that was another thing that I was just, and I was just like, ah, yeah, you guys couldn't even wait till the next movie to make sure we knew this guy was going to be evil? Uh, he was pretty clear. You didn't need this extra scene where he I mean, like, yeah, like, he had, like, made a clear break. He was like, I hate, like, I hate everything we're doing. I'm stepping out. Peace. And, you know, let, yeah, let him come back. Um, yeah, let, let it be like, and then let, I was like, you know, you could have at least then in the next movie, like, uh, you know, Doctor Strange finds out someone's killing all the other all the other sorcerers. And then he finds out it's Mordu or however you say his name. But is he even killing them or is he just stealing their power? Yes, he's was, just taking their power. Yeah, it wasn't a very satisfying conceit to just jam into the end. It didn't, it didn't leave me going, ooh. I and was also like, it was like kind of messed up yeah. that he was like, I'm going to go after this guy who's only using magic so that he can walk. Like he wasn't using it for personal gain really. It was just like, I just want to be able to walk again. Which is like, I don't blame the guy. If I was paralyzed and I could use magic, I'd be for it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just sort of like, oh kind of an asshole bro there's not one person who's using magic in a shittier way yeah also, i mean i think he was just going after those low-hanging fruit he was just like this yeah, is an it's like easy target like also yeah. what magic is letting him walk 
all the magic we saw in the movie was mostly like making weapons mm-hmm. out of well, energy. They do or imply, teleporting a lot. They do imply that Doctor Strange can use his hands again when he's doing magic. He can actually like move his fingers. I but when he's so. not doing magic, he can't really use his hands anymore. They, they implied that, that was, I think, the some means scene. he could. I don't think he could do it to... I don't think the magic would work as well. Because I think it's like almost like telekinesis, where like he was just like very subtly moving things. But I don't think he would like, have a same in the dexterity. Comics, you I think the, have to the comic... your hands in a certain way to make it work. And that's yeah. how he, his hands work fine in the comics. He just mm-hmm. never goes back because he knows the actual price that, you know... He pays for being able to use it. And I thought that was supposed to be the point of the scene where he gives himself the goatee. He could never shave before. And then there's that scene where he, after they're like, you know, you can control everything. He goes and shaves. And I thought it was supposed to be like, see, he's regained the motor control in his hands. Yeah. That's what I I thought it was supposed to be. But who fucking knows? I just thought it was goatee time. Yeah, I thought they were just like, "Get get those abs in there. At the end, I think the, the thing about his hands was more just like, you know how to control time. You can you can rewind time in a way to fix your hands. Uh, I think that was what was being said, not necessarily that, like, I think, because his hands are super fucked. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, real janks. Well, but I thought that, I don't know, I just got the idea, because they quit really bringing up the fact that, like, he couldn't hold shit. Like, it just, like, disappeared from the movie. Yeah. And so I was just yeah. like, oh, he fixed his hands, but he's going to still be a sorcerer because he realizes that it's more important to help people. Oh, no, yeah. I did think that was going to happen also, yeah. But yeah, there was like a couple of things where, like I said, the, I felt like the, the cartoon that Marvel did a while ago, I thought was a better version of sort of his origin and grappling with the price that he could pay to get his hands back. But, you know, seeing a world in which he realizes that, like, while being a surgeon is important and his, you know, he was more about his ego than anything and he has a chance to really affect, like, real change that could help everyone and, you know, all sorts of, like, different things that are were sort of just brushed over i thought somewhat in this movie which was fine like i know they got to cram a lot into these films but that just felt like the one place where they sort of really skimmed over it was just his acceptance of magic also did you notice that the weapon he kept making making sort of looked like when somebody does cat's cradle with like a piece of string? Yep. i was thinking that it's weird yeah. every time he did it i was like well, that's a weird thing to i'm gonna do. i i kept thinking like finish it Finish yeah. whatever you're about to make. <laughs> yeah, just don't have acid, bro. Yeah. Uh, I did like uh, I, the fight scene where he's in uh, the London Sanctum or whichever one he was in, and uh, he gets the dude stuck in like that weird like bondage prisoner outfit. You that was in the New York Sanctum. Body. You gotta keep one of those around. That was like super bizarre. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? I was trying to think if there was something else I wanted to mention. Like I, said, I think my general I closing saw... thought is I want to see more unexpected, like quirkiness, like we saw with that 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 weird metal thing you just mentioned. All the relics, the absurd ways magic can utilize. What it reminds me of is I'm big into D and D, uh, and one of the recent editions of D and D kind of redid how they did magic, and it's much more mystical yeah. and kind of like clever and wonky. Where it's like, oh, this spell creates a tiny hut for you to live in. This spell makes a magic ghost dog follow you around and keep an eye on things. Whereas like. D&D in later editions had always been sort of like, you can make a fireball or a bigger one. Like, it got real boring. It got real or boring. sometimes a lightning fireball. Yeah, it got real boring. And I like the wacky, like, actually, the kind of the Harry Potter kind of, like, quirky rules mm-hmm. magic. So I want to see more of that because he, he messed with the time loops. Uh, I know the cloak was weird to apparently a lot of people. I didn't really think well, one way or the other. Two out of three, I guess. Right. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of like the 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 the, the implications of the relics, uh, uh, the, the using your intelligence to like accomplish a task as opposed to just like be, well, having magic. Because to solve his it. spell work aided in him. Yeah. Like you know, winning. Yeah. You want to see Sherlock end. Holmes with but magic? Is he, what you want to see. The the fact like it wasn't just like he didn't cast a super powerful spell that fixed everything. Right. He had a really smart idea that let him use a weak. I mean, a spell that, like, I mean, it's it's powerful, but yeah. it's not, like, world-saving. Ingenuity and magic, I yeah. think, is the recipe that makes this movies, these kind of movies interesting. I and also... which what the spell we're talking about is, he Groundhog Days Dormammu. Right, he Which has. is basically it. He's just like, we're going to live the next 15 minutes over and over again. Until which, do you, you think, like, Groundhog's Day, that it's, like, thousands of years that they did that? 
Yeah. I think so, yes. Okay. Yeah. You ever heard that? Um, uh, Harold Ramis yeah, no, said actually, that it was so, like 3,000 years? Actually, he wanted it to be. Honestly, but, when watching this movie, though, I think he wasn't there for that long because I think if... if Unless he was existed outside the spell, I and Jumamaru was the only one trapped in the spell, I think he would have gone... I think he would have returned a little mad if he had literally lived thousands of years repeating that moment. I think... I think... In my mind, I think he did live in that for thousands of years, but I think, like, the spell was cast in a way where he was outside of the time loop. No, I feel like it's live, die, repeat. <laughs> Good movie. Great movie. <laughs> All uh, right, I'm well, just going to keep referencing other movies in which there's a time loop. I remember the thing I wanted to bring up. You guys said at the beginning of this there was uh, a couple of jokes that completely landed flat for you, and I was curious what they were. Um, the, uh, some of the cloak stuff... For sure, it didn't land with me. I, I didn't have a problem with most of it. Well, but... I don't know about that. We we heard from Chris Doom that you were giggling throughout the entire cloak montage, so I don't know if we can trust I, you. When the cloak when the cloak was fighting that guy like solo, I kept I was losing my shit. Like when they just kept when they cut back to him and he was still being beaten into the floor, I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah, that was but, kind of funny. But but like later on when like when he's like ready to like suit up and the cloak kind of hugs him a little bit, I'm like, cut that. Up. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that I was. I don't need that. Uh, Other than that, I like the whole like thing where like Doctor Strange was talking about like s- people with single word names. Oh, so, like, that was the part I did not like. I was like, I am amused by this. Like, it's not the best joke I've ever heard, but I'm amused by this. Yeah, I thought the first time when he was like, "Oh, so you're like," and then he named like three people who. Oh, just go by their first name. I was like, that's funny. But then when you just kept doing it, I was like, this isn't funny. And then when he was like, you don't know who Beyonce is? And then they cut and he's listening to all the single ladies or whatever. I was just like, this is dumb. Like, this didn't need to be here. It was just a waste of 45 seconds worth of Guys, stuff. I found it whimsical and you can all fuck off. Well, we all know Ben's got a thing for anthropomorphic rugs or capes. And I, Chris, has name, a, Chris has a His name was thing. Carpet. Yeah. Chris has a separate yeah. thing, which is he's in love with them. Uh, ben just giggles at them. I, I do. I do got to say that this movie, I think, falls pretty comfortably in my watch, uh, the watch side of the spectrum of movies that we've reviewed. Yeah, which I, I think I would say that this film falls as far as a Marvel movie. It's better than both the Thor movies, better than like Iron Man three. But I, I'd say it's like right in the area of like Ant Man, just sort of. Yeah, fun I think watching. Ant-Man's more. I think Ant-Man's more fun than this movie is. Yeah, Ant-Man's definitely but... a funner watch, and it's funnier. But like the idea that they're sort of just like innocuous films that you can sit down and watch, and you don't have to really be like super invested in, and they're well, lighthearted actually, enough. That's you know. what I liked about this movie: the fact that like um, I didn't know Doctor Strange super well, so I just went to the movie, and unfortunately, I knew it well enough that I was like, I'm like, I knew that they're like, oh, you're making literally everything up in this movie uh, yeah, they, I mean, like, they I, I, took nothing from canon but like like guardians of the galaxy and like ant-man i was just like i'm just able to just watch this and just yeah have fun watching this because i'm not thinking about like oh well in the comics this character yeah i was gonna say a person that i saw it with had knew dr strange was a marvel character that was a magician that's what they knew they knew. that's about what everyone knows yeah, yeah i mean so she went in with like no real like super good background knowledge and you know i was like did you like it she's like i thought it was really good and i was like oh well that's cool they made a movie and i was like i know enough about him i'm not gonna say i'm a doctor strange fan you know i've read some of the old comics and stuff but like i was like i don't see anything in this that's offensive enough to be like if i was like a huge fan i know i'd be pissed about because i thought they did a pretty good job of updating his origin and keeping a lot of it the same you know there was a few small things which might have been annoying but overall i, I thought it was a, a great take on a, a character that i just is not that popular either you know, I mean, yeah. he's not like he's it's it's very much an Ant-Man sort of situation or Guardians of the Galaxy where I'm just like, I, Marvel can do it, man. They can take even their like most obscure or sort of like older characters no one cares about anymore and still manage to make great movies. I think what's important about Marvel is that they can just not blow it. Like even like the word if you were to rank the Marvel movies, I think most people would put maybe like the first Thor, like I'm talking MCU stuff, modern yeah. MCU. They probably put like Iron Man 2 in the first Thor maybe towards the bottom. Why, but, wait, uh, why does everybody hate Iron Man 2? I don't understand the hatred. I don't know. I haven't either. seen that one actually. Uh, I like so, Iron Man 2. It, it's got Yeah, it's got I think it's better than it. Iron Man it's 3. Yeah. People tend to, I, I just meant it. that people didn't like it. But my point is that even the ones that fall to the bottom of that list, no one would be like, ugh, 
God, what a disaster. No. Everyone's no, I, just like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that on like a Sunday afternoon. I would say, honestly, the weakest Marvel movie is Thor Dark World Thor 2, whatever yeah. the second one is. It's just yeah. a boring movie. It's pretty much the same as the first movie. There's nothing interesting in it. But, I mean, it's not, I would say, a bad movie. It's just, I just don't care. To, you know what I mean? It, it just doesn't have... do anything for me. I could watch and... it. It wouldn't bother me if I had to sit down and watch it, which I will eventually. But and we have I, seen some bad movies, yeah, so we it's can not definitely like say that. You know, it's not like it was AVP, you know, where, like, midway through, I'm like, Jesus Christ, will this thing end? Or, you know, like, I'm questioning me and Ben's friendship or anything like that. It's just one of those, you know, and so I think you are right, that Marvel has just managed to, whatever they're doing, let's hope they keep doing it. Yeah. Well, with that said, I think that covers it for Doctor Strange. Um, oh, I do want to mention one thing. I, you piece of shit. I feel like this movie may have had some money from the don't text and drive people because he's texting when he gets in his car accident and it's good advice kids don't text and drive so oh big text okay, and wait. drive this was like in the movie <laughs> i was like are they going to come back to it like was the accident like caused by the other driver yes that's what i thought too because it was winter soldier like the the driver tries to hit him <laughs> yeah it looked but like the other driver worse. hit his car well and i get i get the joke about the making um Thank about Winter Soldier. Thank, thank you. There we go. Running I just him off you. the road. Yes. Um, thank you. But but no, like I, I was wondering these. Like when I watched that, I'm like, clearly that other driver was the one who hit him, or the way it was shot made it look like that. I don't know. It yeah. looked to me like he was passing someone, looking at his phone, and swerved into that car. Yeah, it was just kind of confusing and as I, to I what caused the accident. I, I wasn't ready to say that wasn't true. Right. But at the same time, I was also just like, it looked. Uh, it looked. Enough like the other driver could have caused it that I was like, why wouldn't you just make it obvious that he caused the accident? And actually, to be clear, it's not don't text and drive. It's don't read x-rays and yeah. drive, you absolute idiot. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it, – like it was one of those things you're – you know, afterwards, one of my friends was like, I mean, he's that smart of a doctor and he doesn't know. And I was like, well, it's the hubris, man. Just because you're book smart doesn't mean you're street smart. But did you notice the reference to uh, Captain America Civil War in that scene? No. When he's no. reading off the patients, he says, how about a Air Force captain who broke his spine in a robot suit? It's a reference to Rhodey, uh, War Machine. Oh, shit. I did it's, miss that entirely. Yeah, I missed it, too, honestly. Uh, my friend Bob told me about it. He was like, did you notice that? And I was like, oh, yes. Now that you've said it and explained it to me, I totally noticed it. Clever. All right, well, um, I think that's the only connection, though, they had, aside from the Avengers Tower appearing, like, the first yeah, shot of the And they movie. mentioned the Avengers at once. Did point. they? Yeah, he said, like, the Avengers handle physical threats, and we handle more of a yeah. like, mystical okay, threat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, real quick, did you guys, were you guys offended or confused by the Ancient One, the fact that she was, for some reason, Celtic? I don't know why she had to be Celtic either. Not but. really. I got the vibe in the trailers that it was more of like an Asian like environment, but when they got to it, even though it was based in Asia, it just didn't feel like it as it, much. It almost felt know. more like the idea was people go to the like east because like, you know, Americans think like it's mystical and you know you're gonna you know, there's all these like, you know, monks and all these different religions and I almost thought that that was like the idea was they were just like, Well no, we just hang out here because People who will we think would actually be able to use Matt, like you know, the people we're trying to reach are going to come here looking for something, and we'll just find them here. You know, they're not going to go to like Greenwich Village or you know <laughs> yeah. London and be like, "Hey, is there a ma a magician here who can cure me?" So I thought that that was like sort of the thing was like it's not really supposed to be. Yeah, I think they made the right jokes about it. Like for example, having the older Asian man. That like he mistook for the ageless one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I mean like because I, I wonder if any of that was a reshoot after the backlash because like there was a huge backlash after the original it, it, trailer. It did help that the entire cast of Wizards was rather multicultural mm -hmm. across the board. Absolutely, yeah. That helped because if it was just a bunch of white people across the board, it would feel less good. But because it was. Um, the guy whose name I'll never be a Ch Chiwetel uh, guy, <laughs> whatever the fuck. It, he needs an actor name. Why can't he get an actor name? Um, <laughs> and Wong and everything sad, just kind of kind of made it more multicultural. Anyway, we've gone we've gone long, so uh, I say we uh, uh, I say we wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I, as we've all said, we will recommend unless Chris wants to resend. Uh, I don't know. Maybe no, I don't yeah. want to speak for him. I recommend I, seeing uh, it if you haven't yeah. seen yep. it. I recommend seeing it in 3D. Apparently yeah. it's worth it, guys. Absolutely. 
I'm going to take their word for it. I did not see it in 3D. I'm not a fan. It sort of sucks to see 3D movies when you wear glasses. Yeah. Normally, because you're like doubling up on them. It's just not a great situation. Uh, if you have a comment, if you saw the movie, if you disagree with us, if you'd like to leave some hate mail or tell us that you love uh, me, Ben, or Chris, you know, feel free to leave a comment at facebook.com slash naospod. Me and Ben will read them on the next mini-episode and talk about them. If you have movie suggestions for films you'd like to see us do, go ahead and leave a, a comment there, too. And, you know, we sort of just pick these movies arbitrarily. There's no set, you know, algorithm or anything. We just sort of decide what movie we want to do. So if there's something you'd like to hear us cover, leave a message. You can follow Ben on Twitter at the Disco Pony. me on Instagram at It's Pogues. Chris, do you want him to follow your Instagram yeah, just, account to see your smite scores? You know what? I haven't posted about Smite for a while, but I gotta say, I posted three really good. Two of them were comic images, and then one's a Simpsons meme about the election. Alright, there we go. Where can they uh, find them? So, Chris underscore Doom uh, on Instagram. There you go, guys. Check it out. I'm sure Chris will be back. He's a, a favorite of the podcast. Until next week, when we tell you the next movie up, we'll see you then. Bobby Pin Clumsy Button.